You're now listening to a Rat House Production Podcast. For more podcasts like this, head to R-E-T-T-H-A-U-S.net. Yeah, just so you can see the difference in stuff. You like that difference? Does it feel good on your ears? Don't make that face, Patrick. Are you going to talk this week? Because you talked like very little last week. You know what's funny? is But granted, he doubled up the first week. Fair enough. You know what's kind of funny is... No, dude, I'm protesting whoever voted no. (laughs) I'll show up, but I'm not going to be on podcast. This this is your moment to say fuck you to them. (laughs) Like, they have to listen to it, too. the final vote count was. The final... uh, We'll we'll talk about that a little bit later. Pineapple all the way, wasn't it? (laughs) But Pineapple totally won. And the fact that I got mad at people and I started messaging people and like, who the fuck... Voted no, and they're like, I voted pineapple. That's so great. <laughs> the participation for that was through the fucking roof. But I totally felt guilty when I found out that somebody okay. voted no. No, it was you. It wasn't. It really wasn't. <laughs> it's Because I used the KPFK Twitter and Comics After Dark to vote for the pineapple to make sure that it went as high as possible. It's a rigged system, folks. <laughs> it's all rigged. Uh, Hillary does it. <laughs> Hey, you guys, and welcome to That's Life, 27 years in the making and counting. I am your host, MTR, also known as Matt the Rat. And as always, I'm Jose. (laughs) (laughs) Are you serious? I don't know how to follow that. But despite your best efforts, I'm still here. This is Patrick. (laughs) Despite the nose. (laughs) Uh, Whoever you are that voted nose, make yourself known. It's fucking hilarious. I'm looking for you. <laughs> I, I will I, find you. I was going to say, I will find you. <laughs> so, of course, you guys, uh, you know, AFI is my, my favorite band of all time. And uh, we had a few singles released from them this uh, this past week. And we and we put it out there. Of course, um, Luis uh, went ahead and got back to us and said, AFI could do no wrong. He loved it. Everybody I've been talking to really likes it. Uh, this particular song is called Snowcats. Very much the lighter of the two I like singles. It. I like it better than. I actually got to experience the singles in a very unique way. Do tell. Uh, my, I had AFI notify me on Facebook when they're doing uh, live the Facebook Live. Oh right on. So they were they've been doing teasers and they said they were releasing it on. Uh, they were releasing it at twelve o'clock. They didn't specify when though. Or not even 12 o'clock. They just said October 28th. I was going to say 12 o'clock. October 28th. <laughs> Got it. That yeah, makes more I sense. Yeah, I apologize. October 28th. So my phone goes off when I'm at lunch. 
I go on lunch around 9 o'clock at night. So I was like, oh, it's fucking Eastern time. And I look at it, and it's... What they've been doing is they've been teasing you with DVDs. So they film, like, a preview of something. Yeah. And they turn off the TV, and that's it. Mm. So they played the DVD of both of the singles, and they played it for, like, 15 minutes, and then it ended the transmission of it. So I was like, oh, my God. I was like, wait a minute. Does that mean the fucking singles are out? And I looked on my Napster. Sure as hell. There are the singles. Wait, you use Napster? I know, I was just going to say that, but I saw it on your phone about 10 minutes ago. Rhapsody is now Napster. Is it really? Yeah. When did that happen? That happened like a month or two ago. Because the guy that owns... 2006. The guy that owns uh, Napster... I mean, the guy that owns Napster or created Rhapsody. Yeah, his character. Uh, He... (laughs) 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 The character that he played in the Facebook movie. Right, so not Spider-Man. No. Ugh, get out of here. Anyways, <laughs> so yeah, he uh, he took it over and made an after. But yeah, so it released, so I'm like shitting bricks, and I'm just listening to it on a loop. So I don't, uh, the, I, the album is still untitled. Uh, all you get are, it looks like three blood drops, and they release a new logo, and I'm a little upset because the way they're releasing it is you have to buy a t-shirt with the CD if you want the pre-order. So no matter what, you're paying thirty five dollars. Which I remember pre orders were what like twenty bucks and then five bucks shipping, maybe less. So I, it was creative, but at the same time, it's like, what if I just want the fucking CD? Yeah, because you don't need a t shirt. If you want to wear them, you just take your shirt off, right? (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Like I already did when I met Davey Havoc. Um, But yeah, so what did you guys think of White Cat, uh, Snow Cats, and White Offering? I prefer Snow Cats over White Offering. Why is that? It's better to me. You like chiller music, though. Yeah. You kind of like I'm not, up uh, bright music. Well, if I you have will. to have to be in the mood for fucking darker, crazier shit. You Which, know what? My buddy was telling me the same thing when I was playing the two of them. He was like, "Dude, I don't want to listen to to this." I was like, "Really? Like this? To me, this is calm." Yeah. And like, to, I guess others it wouldn't be. Real quick, I want to hear this uh, breakdown. Okay, so that's is that, is that heavy for you, Jose? Well, not really like heavy. Well, it's a little bit on the heavier side, but I like I said, I've listened to. Pretty much every genre of music, so okay. And it just what are, depends on my mood. What about you, Patrick? Yeah, same. It, it's kind of like in the middle of what I listen to. I usually either listen to softer stuff or much, much harder stuff. Yeah. So I yeah. like it. I liked it a lot when when I went and listened to it this morning. But now, are you a fan of AFI at all? No, I hadn't been, but I really like this. I'm gonna pick up the album after listening to this. Really? So, yeah. Nicely done. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad you, you converted me. Have you heard any of AFI prior to this? Um. A little bit, and mostly just I'm every sure, now and then I sure hear them on probably, the radio. Yeah, you probably just heard their their main like yeah. popular. Which we, yeah, we've talked about that before. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's 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 so. You, you know what I actually kind of dig? I listened to the new um, the new Green Day album, and it wasn't too bad. Yeah, I, fe- I kind of heard any of it. I kind of feel bad though, because like they're they're a band that really hasn't evolved, but they know their sound and they know their 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 punk riffs. 
So they stick to it. So I'm like, you know what? Like, I could get behind that. I mean, Billy Joel and all of them have been doing it for a while. And, you know, at least you know when you go to see them live, it's going to be a high-energy show. Oh, I'm sure it is. And, unless they're playing, like, uh, Boulevard of Broken Dreams or uh, Time of Your Life. Other than that, everything else is kind of upbeat. I mean, American Idiot. We could even go back in the day. All the Dookie stuff was just fucking straight. Did you see that video of them when they were young playing in, a, in high school? No. Dude, no. it's like I've seen them play school. at Gilman. In uh, in San Francisco, which I mean, like I mean old, old Gilman's video. famous for making so many bands famous. You have Operation Ivy that turned mm-hmm. into Rancid. Yeah. Um, obviously, Green Day. Uh, I mean, even like some crust bands like Dystopia. Dystopia came, uh, played there several times, which I heard Dystopia still fucking plays. They just always play under a secret name. Really? I heard yeah. that. Yeah. They Those, they, um, they play under secret names because they don't want people knowing. You you have to like figure it out. So, like, if you ever see, like, Human Equal Garbage is playing, it might be them. Interesting. I love it, dude. I think it's so great. Pretty sure I played with Dystopia one time. Let me, let me, let me do some dude. fact-checking. Yeah, you played uh, with Dystopia? I, my memory is shit, oh, man. man. Dude, this is a uh, Green Day Live uh, PVHS or some kind of high school. I don't remember what okay, high school, but sure. May 10th, 1990. Oh, okay. look at that. Yeah, dude. Let's go ahead. Let, let me pull that up right now. Let me fade this yeah. on out. Although that is one of my favorite AFI songs, which I should have opened with that last week for our Halloween song because it's called Fall Children. Well, I guess it's fall still. Yeah, yeah it is. By the way, I don't know. I don't. I don't know when. I don't know where. But apparently, I made sure my DVR recorded the Great Pumpkin Patch, and I fucking loved it. Charlie Brown. I look forward to it every year. The Great year, Pumpkin dude. Patch. The Great it's Pumpkin. The Great Pumpkin. Pumpkin. Oh, the Great Brown. Pumpkin. You're right. Correct. My bad. But he goes to the pumpkin patch. Oh, yes, yeah, it does. is the great pumpkin. <laughs> and and oh, if you, you're not you real... You for a minute. I was like, what's this great pumpkin patch? <laughs> <laughs> and, and if you're not real, please don't tell me. <laughs> I was like, that's, I was like, we wouldn't be able to either way. Yeah, like, I watch that every year. Yeah, Charlie Brown always made me feel so glad I wasn't him. Oh, dude. Well, first off, fuck Lucy. Because she's like, <laughs> I signed a contract. You could kick the ball. And he's like, well, if I have a contract, and she's like... Funny that, thing is, yeah, that, I didn't have this notarized. Yeah, yeah, that bitch. <laughs> Funny thing about contracts, I was like, wow. Loopholes, like, man. Dude, such bullshit, man. Lucy is Hillary Clinton. <laughs> uh, does she do the, uh, da, 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 the head <laughs> bobbing and stuff? Delete. <laughs> Control all. That's actually a album from uh, Dystopia as well. Uh, they can't. Did you know they came out with the third album? It was called Control Alt Delete. Hmm. I don't think I knew that. It, it it was pretty good. What what am I looking up again, Jose? Oh, Green Day Live PVHS, May tenth, nineteen ninety, full concert. PVHS, dude. That's some sort of high school. It reminds yeah. me, of, you know, Yellow Card opened, played yeah. at our high school. Yeah, they got booed. They got booed off stage. Yeah, so they never played again. This was twenty six years ago. Do you remember when that was a thing? When, like, your band, you're like, I just want to play for my high school, man. I remember that, that, yeah. That's all I want to do, dude. It would be great. Nope. I remember that. (laughs) Why didn't you ever try to learn any instruments, was there? I was learning guitar. What happened? I lost my guitar. 
What's stopping you now? I don't have a guitar. I'll give you that one. God. I'll, I'll give you that one. You don't have to give me anything. Yeah, I do, because, I mean, if that's your only fucking excuse is you need a guitar, I mean, I have plenty of them. I'll give you that one. But you better fucking learn the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like... I just showed you I can play the fucking Meow Mix song. I'm good at it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you and fucking Malcolm in the middle. Yeah, it's all you need to do. Yeah, um... No, you would have been pissed, too. Uh, is that the original members think, and everything? Let me I see. I think so, yeah. Dude, this was before they were fucking, like, big. Big, big, big. I think, for sure. That's weird. Now, first off, I don't think that's the original drummer. Second off, or maybe it is the original. Second off, got- Patrick could get behind me on this. He's using his left hand. I think he's right-handed. Or maybe the videos. No, no, no. No, you can, can tell by the way he's. Oh. He's he's playing drums the reverse way. So you're supposed to use your right hand on your hi hat and your left hand in this specific setup. But instead, he's using his left hand to ride the the hi hat and his right hand to hit the snare. Some people just learn it wrong and then they can never correct. But that does it work to me, yeah. Oh no, he has the ride. That's oh, does he weird. have his setup switched? No, he has his ride next to the hi hat. Interesting. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! You guys need to watch this video at at two minutes and thir- and thirteen seconds. They like zoom in. Okay, in time with the song. Yeah. yeah. I will say maybe not original bassist either, dude. I'll say original singer for sure. Possibly original bassist. I'm not quite sure. It's an interesting video, though. If you guys want to watch it, it's on YouTube. It's a full concert. So yeah. I did some fact-checking on myself. and no, I On yourself? You Googled yourself? No, I just reached out to somebody that knew the answer. No, it doesn't look no. like we played with Dystopia, but we were on the same label as them. That's where I think uh, I got it in my head. Because okay. I knew I had their records, and I usually only bought stuff like at a show with bands we played with. I'd pick up... Whatever they have. So. Wait, you used to play in a band? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, this fucker tried to hide that he was in a crust band. So I hit him up and I was like, dude, were you in a crust no, band? No, I think you said, are you a crust punk? Yeah, yeah. Wait, so do you, do you still have any of your music? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're going to have to bring it in next week. I don't think I have it with me. That's why I said next week. Yeah. High <laughs> five. Yeah. But yeah, uh, as for me with White Offering, um, I'm going to quote Luis, man. If I could do no wrong for me, white offering. I was singing it around. I, I love, you know, uh, my, Tim from Comics After Dark totally said, you know, AFI has. They're like they sound the same. They're generic. I'm like, dude, to me, it doesn't matter because they're able to pull off and they know their sound. Yeah. So like, that's all you need from a band. It's when they start trying to go out of, not their range, but when they try to like go too far out. Like this is our country album. It's like no, like. You know your rock. Stick to your rock album, but stick to different genres yeah. amongst that rock. You know what I actually really like? How uh, Serge's uh, solo career. Yeah, but he only had one album, right? Know, but it's still fucking good. I thought it was okay. I don't know. I think I'm just a fan of his fucking voice. It's yeah, unique. Yeah, yeah. It's really yeah. fucking unique. Did you hear about that riot that happened in L.A. due to due to System of the Down? No. They were playing when? a free, recently. Uh, a few years back. Oh, okay. That I think I heard about. It. I thought you. They were supposed again. to play a free show. And they totally, like, they totally bailed. Oh, shit. And, like, people rioted. Because they waited for, like, four hours in the rain. Well, why would people be pissed if it's a free show? 
What was a you free show for assholes? <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. What did you pay? Nothing. That's what you get. As for white offering, I kind of felt like I don't know what the I know what the lyrics are, but I'm just still trying to decipher it. But I feel like he's like offering to like kill himself or something. Like white offering, maybe cocaine. <laughs> cocaine. That'd be awesome. But the white offering. But he's also they're straight edge, so. It would be a song Fine. against it if sugar. that was the case. But uh, yeah, dude, I had I I really yeah really sugar. Maybe it's it. just a powdered donut, right? You mean Why it's like a, he's got a box of donuts and he's gonna eat all the ones with sprinkles? Why? So he's offering, offering you the, the white the powder one. He doesn't want right. it. The jelly filled donut. Why? It's all over your clothes. It's ridiculous. Yeah, can't, once you get it on, it's, yeah. you can't get it off. It's like sand. <laughs> You guys are freaking ridiculous. And this is why I have you guys on the podcast. So yeah, yeah, that's I, why. Yeah. You know this? It's also This is why I let right. you guys come to my house it's and be also on my because, podcast. It's also because I couldn't find anyone else, in all fairness. So I went to I went to a concert this weekend, <laughs> as well as I went to uh, Stanley's LA's Comic Con. And nice. I, I have to say this now. First off, fuck you, Ted Raimi. You're a dick. Yes. Well, that's I, aggressive. I Well... I I try to like I was like hey like my uh, I sent my buddy in and I was he was like hey like we'd really like to interview you and he's like well who are you he's like well we're and of course he was like uh uh because I was like dude just say you're part of Comics After Dark like you're in here for yeah. press and he's like uh uh and I was like we're Comics After Dark but what is that I was like well we do podcasting and we do like YouTube's and stuff like that well and he just like was like bombarding us with like weird like obscure questions that I was answering but it wasn't like yeah. the answer he wanted to hear. So finally I was like he was like, "Well, what's your pitch?" I was like, "What's our pitch? The fuck is that?" And then Tiffany said after the conversation she was like, "What is our pitch?" And I was like, "Look, dude, we're we're comic book and geek podcast as well as we do interviews at yeah. these." It's like, "Dude, I have a press badge like I'm not just some fucking stranger coming up to you asking you randomly to do an interview." So he's like, "Technically, <laughs> well, yeah but I mean like I'm there for a reason yeah like that's why they gave me a free pass is cause I have credentials which they has been approved upon prior to this mm-hmm. so I just ended up giving him my card and he was like I'll get back to you and I was like no you won't yeah. I just fucking walked away uh, I tried talking to Brian Johnson usually he's like really chill uh, from TESD uh, Tom Steve Dave and uh, comic book man this year he seemed a little aggravated with me I don't know why I fucking, I stood in line and like, it was funny. They're like, oh, you can't interview him if there's people in line. There's nobody in line. And he was like shooting the shit with this chick for a long fucking time, which I like respectfully like waited, which I probably shouldn't have done. It should have been like, well, now there's no fucking line and you're, and this chick was the one that yelled it. So I kind of wanted to be like, well, there's nobody in line now and he's just fucking talking to you and there's nobody else here but you too. So can I do my fucking interview now? But I respected them. They had their conversation then finally, I went up and I'm like, all right, like, I'm going to do this real quick. And somebody else fucking jumped in front of me and took like 30 minutes of his fucking time. So I'm standing there waiting again. Mm-hmm. Then finally, I'm like, can we do the interview? And he goes, oh, I have to go to a panel right now, which he wasn't lying. He was not lying at all. But the next day, I was like, look, dude, I just want to talk to you a little bit about some stuff. And he kind of shined me on. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he was upset that I didn't come back because he was like, hey, like, let's do the interview at 3.30. And I was like, okay. So, but I had to jam out because I had to go to that concert. So I went up to him. I was like, hey, dude, sorry. I couldn't couldn't do the interview, but I want to know what's going on with Vulgar 2. 
And he was just very broad. So I didn't know hmm. if maybe it's because we weren't recording, maybe because it wasn't going to benefit him. But he was he was a little he was a little cold. But I, I still got the answers that I needed. They were just not as detailed as they normally are when it comes to him. But Vulgar 2 is still being written. As for then, distributing... Then again, with, with all the Comic-Con stuff, you know, their schedules are probably all crazy and hectic and shit, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, with Vulgar 2, um, distributing-wise, I asked him, I was like, are you going to re- release it through A24? And he was like, what's that? I was like, well, it's the same people that released Tusk. I'm like, and they were pretty independent, but now they seem like they're getting pretty big. So, I mean... I would suggest maybe trying to hit them up or seeing what you could do. And he's like, if it is, he's like, he just said it's probably going to be like VOD or some mm-hmm. sort of like self-publishing through like online. I was like, okay, cool. And then he totally turned to like somebody else and started talking. That like I'm in front of him trying to talk to him, and someone just like swung by at the side. So I was like, you know what? And I just looked and I was like, let's just walk away. Like it's cool, man. I I had my question. I wanted to talk to him about tell him Steve Dave, but. Yeah. But like I said, usually every like every year with him has <clears throat> been really good. So as for this little hiccup, I'm gonna be like, ah, oh, whatever, dude. Like it is what it is. Does Maybe he, it was. Does he like it. semi recognize you and shit? No, I don't think no. he does. Which realistically, like yeah, they were they here two so, years yeah, ago. They meet so many people. Um, I did talk to um, Mike Zapsick, and I was like, hey man, like no fucking barbecue sauce and. <laughs> And it, the the sarcasm from this man, he's like, you fucking lug it over here and see how that goes. I was like, is it that bad? And he's like, dude, like, well, if he's like, if I ship it over and they're in glass bottles, if yeah. anything breaks, I was like, that fucking sucks. He's like, that's why. He's like, so anything I break, you know, uh, I'm getting screwed out of money. I'm like, and on top of it, the weight, he's like, exactly. He's like, it just makes more sense if I'm going to sell it. Mm-hmm. Sell it on the East Coast, or if you want to special order it, special order it, and you know you have your insurance on it. Yeah. I was like, for sure, man. So he was really cool. In fact, uh, Mike was really chill. Mike and Ming have always been really humble. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnson's usually very standoffish, but you could get that from comic book man. Like he's sarcastic, he's very witty, mm-hmm. very smart, and very on top of it. So, but uh, yeah, I got to go to a concert this weekend, and I really want to play a song for you guys, and I think you'll love it. So let's go ahead, let's get into that right now. Heaven. 
So I got to see this band, Bob Wayne. Bob Wayne from Tennessee. Fucking this guy looked hillbilly as shit, dude. Looked like he didn't fucking shower. Had that like leather, uh, that leather uh, vest. Leather vest. Looked like he didn't give a fuck. If he was wearing comfortable shoes, you knew it was going to be New Balances. <laughs> so wait, where did you see them? I saw them at the observatory in OC on, okay. on oh, this nice. past Saturday yeah. with Tiger Army. Nice. And I have to admit, man, they stole the fucking show, dude. They didn't have the fiddle there, so all the fiddle stuff you're listening to, the guitarist had to play. So he's down. I was like, oh my lord, I'm going to play a little clip. You can find this on our Instagram. But uh, they did the most redneck cover of of uh, oh it didn't pause. Uh, they did the most redneck cover of de- the uh, sympathy for the devil. Here we go. Listen to that guitar, dude. It's fucking sick. Dude, it was great, man. I've never been so excited to see white people in my life. <laughs> no, dude, it, it was cool, man. Like, I I was so surprised. I went up. I was like, dude, I fucking love you. At the end of the show, he was a he was at the he was at the booth, mm-hmm. and I was like, yo, dude, like, I love your fucking music. It's amazing, man. And he's like, this fucking hillbilly right here. And I was like, that's fucking dope. And I bought a t-shirt off of 20 bucks. A little steep for me. Mm-hmm. Usually I like 10 or 15 bucks when I go to shows. But he ended up hooking it up with a CD as well. And it's called um, Till the Wheels Fall Off. That was yeah. the album that I got. And dude, like, no joke, the drummer looked like some 60-year-old man with like a ZZ top beard. Mm-hmm. And like... <laughs> Dude, just everybody look fucking hick as shit, dude. It was awesome. That's how you know they're good. Yeah, right? Like, I expected him to pull out the jug, the XXX <laughs> jug, and like blowing it. Do, 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 and like swig from it. Do, do, like, dude, it was fucking great. It's like, dude, if you like Hank Williams, or like Hank, uh, Hank Williams the third, and you like that type of like hillbilly rock music, it's fucking perfect, man. It was great. He he stole the show. Between him and Tiger Army, no joke. Totally going with Bob uh, with Bob Wayne on it, man. There you go. I highly suggest picking him up. I was surprised. I didn't know who he was. Blew me away. If I could see them this upcoming Friday, they are playing at Alex's Bar. So you could go ahead and head on over there if you um, uh, if you dig them. Nice. But uh, I also saw Tiger Army. Alex is in is that in Long, Long Beach? Beach. Yes, yes. Long Dude, Beach, California. Uh, speaking of. Uh, like in the LA Comic Con, my buddy Sheldon's band played again at uh, LA Comic Con. Did they? Oh, yeah. is it the Flux Capacitors? Yeah, yeah, yeah they did dude. the Pokemon song. Yeah, with the original with singer. With the original singer. Really? Yeah. yeah. My buddy's band did that. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Dude, 
we, let's get them. Yeah, uh, for, we could get them for Comics After Dark, dude. Yeah, I'll hit them up. Yeah, I got to see Tiger Army. And um, you know what? I might want to play their new stuff. Let me give you a little preview of what what we had to what we experienced. This is new Tiger Army. <sighs> it's not that I don't like it. It's just that the Tiger Army that I'm used to yeah. is more like psychobilly, not traditional rockabilly. Which is fine. But what bothered me was this. Wait for it. I'm just a train that disappears into the darkness. I cannot be saved, but I have been here all along. Dust enchanted. That's okay, you know. Finds you of like an old western. Yeah. But fucking wait for it, damn it. He said butt fuck. <laughs> you did. <laughs> fuck you. You did. There, there it is. There was a chick on the side. I was like, really? Like the, like the fucking B-52s, man. I, and I, hate the, I hate that in the B-52s. But dude, dude, they fucked up this song. They fucked up this song twice. How? Well, I was paying attention to Nick 13, and he was like on the fifth fret starting off. And he kept playing, and he's like, it's not right, it's not right. And he would go back to the band, and they'd try to play it again, and it didn't work. Then finally he figured, he talked to the bassist, and the bassist is like, you're in the wrong key, you idiot. So he he was starting it on the fifth fret when he was supposed to be on the second fucking fret. So it was just completely off. They had to do this song three times. Are you kidding me? No. And I was like, dude, just play through it. Like, it sounds fine, but like, he could hear it. Which I yeah, understand. But when you're when you're doing something that you know you've done a million times, you're like it's off, like it's fucking bugging me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're so, old, you're old. dude, they left. I'm not gonna lie. For the hour and thirty minutes that they played, they fucking uh, Nick Thirteen was constantly switching guitars. They did like two encores, but they were like really shitty encores, like where they left and like no one was asking for an encore. And just like go home at that point. Yeah, right. <laughs> and the guitar and like the guitar tech came out was like. Raising his hand up like, come on, cheer. And we're like, yay. And they came back out and they just, they played a lot of the slow stuff. So you're, you kind of want. Finish strong. One last fucking yeah. yeah. Finish strong or just, just call it. Yeah, dude. And the, like, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I got to hear like one of my favorite songs from them is a very slow song. And I'll go ahead and I'll play it right now. And in fact, it, it, it's very near and dear to my heart. Cause it's just about like, it's about. Everything through life and everything dying, and the title is Where the Moss Slowly Grows, which is, you know, like a tombstone. And I'm like, I got to hear this, and like, I tear up when I hear this in general. Mm-hmm. So to hear it live, I was like, oh my gosh, like, here's these emotions coming. But then they went into the song I hate most, which is in the orchard, which is like a country song, and I was like, this is bullshit! <laughs> So like the emotion got thrown right out the window But that was the thing is that they played Like I'm playing for you guys right now Yeah. Great song But translated live like do you really want to stand there The entire time and just like shake your head You just paid 50 bucks for these tickets yeah. You want to move You want to dance And like 
they they didn't really they didn't really play those types of songs, man. So that's why going to concerts is always a uh, it's hit or miss now. Yeah, it really is. And unless you're seeing AFI, then you see know, my my dad like, made a my dad made a good point. He said back in his day when back was, in my day, he, well, because he'd go see like uh, Zeppelin and all them. Oh, so, dude, like, the jam he said, sessions, he said man. His, his times like back then, it wasn't just uh, one or two bands fucking playing like five to six fucking songs. He's like, no, they go on play one or two songs, then the next band, and then the next one. And then, he's like, there's yeah, just so many bands, and so yeah. you're getting so much different shit in one goddamn show yeah well it wasn't until the beatles when they did their last show at um it was in dodger stadium that was their last show and they played eight songs which at that moment and you know in the in the 50s and 60s that was just unheard of mm-hmm. um and from there that's when bands started expanding their sets but you are right they would play their hits and they'd get well, off stage they, they do yeah. like those tours where it would be like a showcase of everyone on the label yeah, you know, so like like in really, yeah. like in that movie, that thing you do. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. But yeah, you weren't really there to see a band. You what if they were... encore? You unplug <laughs> and you smile, <laughs> waving, waving. <laughs> Another Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks movie. <laughs> Tom, thanks, dude. And believe it or not, uh, I could be wrong. I, I'm at least right for the producer side, but I'm pretty sure he directed that movie as well. Probably, I think he did. I, fuck it. I have that movie on DVD. I love that what, movie. What was his first Tom Hanks' first movie that he fucking uh, directed or produced? I would say that because I didn't think I he think did so. anything. I think that's when he that. made the the transition because it was like a passion project for him. Mm-hmm. That was something he yeah. really wanted to make. So I wouldn't be surprised if that was the first one. But yeah, they, they uh, totally they they would have the the tour with that. What label was that again? Playtone. Oh, Playtone. <laughs> nice pull, man. Playtone Records. Did you have you you know they have music videos for like their full songs? Yeah. Dude, I like that. Uh, come on, pretty baby. Uh, what is it? There's a party going on. I love how you start singing and ask us. Come what on, are the yeah, what are the lyrics? <laughs> Let me hold you tight. Come on and dance with me tonight. Come on, dude. Th- I have to admit, the songs in that fucking uh, in that movie were pretty damn good. Pretty damn good, and it it, uh, it was very inspirational if you were a drummer. Because it was like, yo, like yeah, projects, projects are going to come and go. Yeah. You just got to keep on keeping on. That's with everything, though. Yeah, but a lot of people don't think that. Yeah, because they're... Well, they're and it, it's different for drummers, too, because it's like you said, projects come and go. Like, when you're... If you're a guitar player, it's, you, you go make your own project a lot yeah, of times, yeah, you yeah. know? It's it's much more rare for a drummer to say, all right, I'm leaving, I'm going solo. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know by I mean? the well, way... I, I meant, like, in life in, in general. Life, yeah. like, <laughs> by the way, I was totally scared I was going to lose my drummer, so I was going to hit you up. So yeah. you're telling me like, hey, I almost had something for you, but, oh, so I, but a, I don't. That's yeah, the instrument of choice is drums. Can you sing? Yeah. <laughs> that's why he plays drums. <laughs> that's the thing is, if you can't sing, you just hide behind an instrument. Yeah. In all fairness. Oh, it's the same as Rocky when she said, why do you box? Because I can't sing. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> which which I think uh, he proved us wrong in Creed because I, uh, I heard him sing and he sounded pretty good. Oh, he did dance too. He did dance too. He did too. dance. Oh no, Creed? you said Creed and I was totally thinking of the band. I was like, eh, they can't Can sing either. you take me up? Yeah, but I anyways. Bet you, I bet you if we dig through Matt's so, CD collection. Fuck we, you. We already fuck found you. two Nickelback CDs in there. <laughs> Dude, those are not fucking. It's not yeah, my yeah, CD everyone collection. Everyone says that. <laughs> it's not my CD. It's not mine. <laughs> Look, it's just like drugs, man. They're not mine, okay? <laughs> yeah, but they're still under your possession. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Guilty. Uh, but. but <laughs> Fuck you. 
it's, uh, it's all right. That, Busted. That, that pineapple is waiting for you, Patrick. That's all I got to say. I'd rather take the pineapple over Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> uh, leaves in or... <laughs> Yep. But yeah, so uh, with Ty Grammy when I left, dude, they were charging like 35 bucks for t-shirts, bro. You're fucking kidding me. Well, dude, at no. events like that with bigger name bands like that, of course they're going to charge up the yeah. ass. Well, especially since it's October Flame, so it's custom to yeah. October Flame, which it was fucking great because as I'm walking out, my girlfriend, most beautiful woman in the world, turns and goes, babe, 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 counterfeit t-shirts. How much? Ten. Sold. <laughs> like every fucking time, man. And it was cool because it had the normal Tiger Army logo. And on the back, it was kind of funny. On the back, they printed the October Flame uh, emblem for this specific tour. But the Friday show sold out. So instead of editing to have like the 29th, mm-hmm. like just normal, they had it X'd out. So I know they just like, it took it from Facebook and threw it on it. I was like, still good for you, man. I love these fucking t-shirts. So we got a... We got two. She got one. I got one. We nice. every time we go to uh, bigger concerts, we always try to find the, uh, the counterfeit T-shirts because those are our favorite ones. And on top of it, you can't go wrong with eighty percent polyester, twenty percent cotton. It's always soft. Actually, this is soft too. But yeah, it, it was uh, you know not the, the not you know the trick with those two is take them home and iron them right away. Really? Because a lot of times when they're doing those counterfeit shirts, they're rushing them, so they don't do. Fucker! I just washed my shit. You tell me this now. <laughs> I would all because like I used to buy them, and then they would fall, they would just Deteriorate. disintegrate in the first wash. But now I iron them, and then just maybe throw them through the dryer and put it up in high heat, and then they would last like any other shirt. Yeah, to because dry they, the ink a little bit. They're more. rushing through those things so fast, they're not really doing the yeah, press. Yeah. They just want to turn them. And it okay. It's not like you can return it. Well, there you go. Oh yeah. Well, I didn't get my. Uh, Did you get a receipt? No, no, no. <laughs> no but I think. I think Jose was around for this. Uh, my virus T-shirt that disintegrated the bleach, the bleach one, mm-hmm. and I, I hit up the, the band and they're like, "Yeah, let us see what we could do." Yeah, it's been a month. I haven't heard shit. Yeah, they're not, <laughs> not going to do shit. You motherfuckers. But uh, yeah, that was that was my weekend, dude. It, it was interesting. To, I, I am sad that I, that Tiger Army would, wasn't as good as I thought it would be. But it's like a trade-off because do you think Bob Wayne was you so saw something. Wait, but do you think sometimes you go into certain shows or something expecting a lot more mm-hmm. and then you over over hype yourself up for the show? So then when something happens, you're like, eh. yeah, because I listen to like all the songs that I want to hear. Yeah, <laughs> I go in. I'm like, you didn't play that. But that, that, <laughs> that's the thing. They probably played a lot of the songs that other people want to hear, and they were like, dude. The no, oh yeah, but in the orchard was yeah, uh, so was my I, girlfriend and Nando's favorite song. And like they looked at me and they're like, oh, and I'm like, fuck you guys. But yeah, where the most, uh, the, the thing is, is I don't know the second album or the newest album so well. And they played, I'm not going to lie, they, play, they played a very eclectic amount of, of songs from each album, mm-hmm. uh, probably two or three. And they did warn everybody that every night was going to be a completely different playlist. So I think they took like three songs from each album and were like, all right, Thursday we're doing this, Friday we're doing this, Saturday we're doing this, Sunday we're doing this. So, um, I'll agree to that. Yeah. So there, there were a lot, there were songs sure, that I did like, but yeah. there were other songs that I was like, eh. cause I'm sure if they played the exact same like set, set list, list every Pe- single time. Yeah. Well, people are, people are like bought multiple tickets. Yeah. They went multiple nights. Yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah, dude, it was okay. A little disappointed, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Somebody's calling Patrick. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, as for LA's Comic Con, bought a lot of cool stuff. Uh, met some cool people. Uh, gonna set up some interviews and um, uh, definitely setting up, preparing for 
Comics After Dark's fourth live show. Mm-hmm. So that's happening as well as uh, Rat House Productions' four-year anniversary show. Which, Patrick, are you going to be able to make it to that? That's on Saturday, November 19th for recording. It's just going to depend on timing. But okay. I'll be yeah, I'm going to sweep the house to make sure there's no pineapples, and then I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that a little bit later. But, Jose, uh, you went to a wedding, man. Uh, yes, I did. It was my friend Matt and uh, Kate. Wait, wait, wedding. wait. Should we play, like, Celebration or something? I don't know. Oh, what's a good... Oh, okay. I got it. Keep on going. Tell, tell us your... your yeah. I know the exact song we should play. It was at uh, the Lake Arrowhead Resort up there. Dude, really? It was fucking beautiful up there. And it was... It, dude, it was so cold, but it felt amazing. So different from... Did you walk out in your boxes or did you just like embrace this coldness? No, like right, we, we set our rooms to uh, 60 degrees. Why? And it was still hotter inside than outside. But 60? Well, because me and my friends are fucking crazy and we don't like sleeping in hot rooms. So we just... Put oh, yeah, possible. me too. But like 60 is pretty fucking low, bro. Man, it felt amazing. But yeah, when, at the point where you're sleeping at night, you're like, man, it's fucking hot in here. But see, I can't do that because like I have back spasms. Uh, so, but yeah, <laughs> this is actually a perfect song because both of them are into like uh, metal and hardcore music, right? Uh-huh. So when they were walking in for the ceremony, they found an acoustic version of some like rock song, right? Like a metal song. So they walked into that and they're leaving. When once the ceremony is done, they're walking back out. Uh, it was of course to some metal again. There's even a mosh pit that was started by <laughs> that was started in the thing in the reception, which was awesome. It's like a little mosh pit, nothing too serious. Which is fucking awesome. So it was completely different. It was a beautiful wedding. It was totally like them. It wasn't too traditional. Yeah. You know, when they made it original, they made it so people know, like, okay, well, this is definitely one that we're not going to fucking forget. It was just awesome. Which, uh, uh, you food know. food was fucking amazing. Would we- it was like, I think it was like garlic mashed potatoes with a uh, steak and chicken and like some vegetables and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like the sauces on the chicken and on the steak. Everything was just, was just bomb. Dude, it was, yeah. It was, steak was perfect. Uh, I was actually talking to my girlfriend about that because, like, I just know I'm going to marry this woman. Like, she's just... I've never met somebody I'm so hit on so many levels to the point where I was like, babe, we're going to see AFI because they released these singles. We're going to see them in January. And she was like, oh, yeah, we are. I'm like, and we're going to three dates. She's like, oh, yeah, we are. And I was like, you're my soulmate. But anyways, I was talking to her about it. And I was like, we, like, how should we do, like, a wedding? And we're just trying to, like go down and we want nothing but songs from like 80s and prior we kind of want to make it a 50s theme and play like all those songs that everybody knows um, oh, we want to walk get, into Tiny Dancer because we're tiny people. You should, get, <laughs> you, should, you should try to hire the Flux Capacitors to play your wedding. Dude, right? All 80s. Yeah. Well, we want some other songs. We want like, know, but that'd be dope. We want like, like one of the songs I need at the wedding is like uh, Supernatural. Dude, but you, you well, is it, it Supernatural? Do you need an officiant? I can, I can take care can of Can you? Hell yeah. Yeah, dude, look at that. How awesome would it be though? Your you're first- just going to talk about a pineapple though. And <laughs> that's what you can do at my wedding. Wedding yeah, is I'm like a pineapple. Like, you know what? <laughs> but how awesome would it be Revenge. to re- reenact fucking a uh, wedding singer, though? Do you really want to hurt <laughs> No. Me? I thought you were talking about, and she fucked it. <laughs> <laughs> you make me feel so blue. <laughs> one of the one of the good Adam Sandler songs. But yeah, uh, but uh, th- that's what I like about some of these weddings is yeah. like they make they're, it they're about good, yeah. them. Yes. Well, I'm like, like this is our life. You're just now walking into and experiencing our lives yeah. and our it, lives it, it and our was a, It was a really like super lighthearted wedding, and it wasn't like the song choices weren't so traditional, which made it unique. 
which I think that's what I love the most about it, which is that it, it's seriously something you won't forget. If you Look, I'm going like to save that. 10 grand and I'm going to offer it to AFI and hopefully they'll accept it. And I'll just right. have AFI at my wedding. You're about 50 grand short. <laughs> <laughs> They just come in, one song and lead. They play like silver half, and gold and walk away. Song. Just a quick demo. And he just goes, oh, and then walks out. That's it. That'd be perfect. That's all you need. <laughs> uh, for 10 grand, I could come down, say a oh, and leave. But yeah, that's great, dude. But like, yeah, whatever you do, make it about you guys. Because yeah. one of my first jobs when I was working my way through college was as a wedding DJ, but like for a company, you know, where you'd hire the company and they'd send somebody out. I wasn't doing it on my own. And so I was a a wedding like every Friday, every Saturday, and there were so many that were cookie cutter. You felt like, didn't I just see this last night? So because you I did. Get, little did you so know, bored. Little did you know, you were on Groundhog's Day. Yeah, I was just, just reliving the same <laughs> wedding over and over again. But uh, mind you, too, me and my friends were so into the World Series that's going on, like Chicago Cubs and the Indians. My buddy has Directv on his phone, so during the thing, we're kind of had it set up on the table too, so we we're watching. Yeah, we're, it. we're paying attention, but we're not. Yeah, <laughs> Caitlin, she comes and she's like, she sees it. Are you serious? Nobody like, slaps his phone down. No. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> That's about you. Has nothing to do with 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 uh, with the World Series at yeah. all. Like we we love you. Then she walks away. It's like get back to the World Series. By the way, um, <laughs> um, uh, is anybody like who, who you guys rooting for? Um, the Cubbies. I think I want the Cubs to win just because they beat the Dodgers, and if we're going to lose someone, might as well be the champions. And they haven't See, won in a round in like 100 felt, years or 108 years or something like that. That's how I felt with um, uh, with uh, the Ducks losing last year. I was like, oh, well, it's going to be anybody. I wanted the people that beat the Ducks, not like yeah. you know the Kings. <clears throat> Yeah, but for, for at, le- me, at least it's a different fucking World Series. It's not the same old same teams. Same teams yeah. over and over again. What were you going to say, though? Uh, I was going to say, uh, for me, Cubs, because they beat the Dodgers. Good job. I'm Angels fans. <laughs> but now right? I've, got, I've got a friend. Well, who's now a, I'm going to change my vote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the poll closed. Um, <laughs> at least he stuck into the pineapple. I'm going to put a big dog yeah. logo on it. <laughs> Right before going, right, right up and yeah, right my, up my one of my friends is a big Cubs fan, and I've been giving him shit about it for so many years that I almost feel like I, I kind of want them to win. Just to, you know, you can have your one. It'll be another hundred years before they get it again. It's, so. it's just like being an Angel fan. <laughs> we got our one. I love that everybody said that they're like, like, look, dude, I'm a very humble Angel fan. I like, I can't be like, yeah, man, we're the best. It's like we had the one. Yeah, we got and, one. And you know, every year when we even make it to playoffs, it's like. You look at everybody in our division, and it's like, everybody sucks anyways, so it's like, you know, like, no matter what, whoever's in our division, they're going to fucking lose first round. Doesn't matter if it's, uh, doesn't matter if it's the A's, doesn't matter if it's the Astros, like, you, I just named two shitty teams (laughs) right off the bat. For the A's, I, I think it's fucked up, because they pretty much seem like they're the Rangers, and the Yankees fucking farm club, dude. Yeah. Because every time they get someone good, they go to either one of those fucking teams. yeah. So it's, it's just... Uh. Well, the other thing, too, the other reason I want the Cubs is because um, a couple weeks ago, I was in Chicago on the night they clinched. So for me, it really? would just... Yeah, like I, and I was at the game. So it, it was like... It was exciting. Yeah. I mean, they, they lost the game, but they ended up clinching later that night anyways because yeah, yeah. the other team... But it would just be cool if they win. I can always have that. Like, yeah. I was, I was, I was, I was there. there. I was there. It's all me. <laughs> it was because I was there. They lost because I didn't stay. So. But they still clinched. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys excited about like football? At nope. All? Nope. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I am. We just beat Green Bay. I'm a Falcons fan. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm a Green Bay fan. Ah, see, you lost by Fuck one you. fucking point. 
yeah. <laughs> no, I you know game, I, I, I'm I don't pay attention as much as as I used to. I pay attention more to hockey, mm-hmm. just because like I feel, I feel like a lot of people are paying paying attention more to hockey nowadays. It's just it's it's fast paced. It's exciting, you know. It, it everything's just it's going, dude. It's like it's like soccer, man, but yeah. like faster. Mm-hmm. I love soccer. I, I really I can't get into soccer. I've always been a soccer fan. Well, but but I totally I was, love yeah. I totally love yeah. hockey. I've, I've played it since I was four. Do you so. see what happened? Re- I, fuck! I forgot what happened uh, uh, recently. Uh, I don't know if it was the Ducks or the Kings, but Josh from Pot of the Dam. I was talking to him. He went with us to uh, LA's Comic Con mm-hmm. and helped us film. Um, apparently, something happened where like this is like a rare fucking case where somebody slap shot to the goalie and like it hit it him, hit him the in the mask. Mouth. No, well they have the full mask, yeah. but it like. Must have bent in or something to the point where like the goalie is missing his fucking front tooth. Yeah, it fucking cracked, dude. So I was like, yeah, that's hockey, man. Like, you you realize the risk you take when you're going on that ice. Like, you're scared of the other person hitting you, but I would totally be more scared of the puck. That's like being a catcher, dude. Like, you're about to catch a ball coming at a hundred miles per hour towards you and being like, whoop. Let's hope I don't break anything. Let's fucking yeah, do this. Like, yeah. scary as hell. I've played every position in baseball. And uh, catcher is definitely the one that I, I can't do. Like, I'm just so scared shitless. Especially when you're, you know your pitcher's wild. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, and oh you're, you're going to have to, like... I played baseball one year. It didn't hit shit. Well, I hit a foul ball. Was yeah. Good. I was good at bunting because I was so quick. <laughs> I bunted I and just ran to first. As long as I got on base, usually I'd be able to make it all, uh, all the way home. Dude, I can imagine your strike... Strike zone is just nearly impossible to hit. Yeah, but I swung a lot, so uh, it, you know <laughs> they were like, "Just stop swinging." I'm like, oh. I, I never played catcher, but just watching, I think that like because remember, I only played baseball up through like fourth grade, yeah. and then I was like on an old man's softball team years later. Really? <laughs> just one year, and we sucked. But um, we weren't old men; we were just playing a bunch of, against a bunch of old old men with beer guts, and they yeah. just demolished us. But every time oh, I watched you're, like, catcher, already laying and fucking. Beer league, huh? Artie Lang and beer yeah, league, pretty much. <laughs> but hey. I always thought, like, I think the the swing of the bat would probably freak me out more than the ball because at least I could put my glove up. But sometimes I was watching people play, and I'm like, I just feel like yeah. I'm gonna get smacked in the face with that thing. Yeah. Yep. Hey, uh, real quick, because I look now I'm coming in hot for once. I yeah. sound like I'm uh, with you guys. Hey, uh, did you guys do anything after the wedding? Um, did you well, stay in Arrowhead well, at all? Well, we, we were there. The wedding was on Friday. We came in on Thursday because my buddy was actually a part of the wedding. He was one of the groomsmen. So he had to do the whole reception and all that stuff. Did before. you get to stay in the room with your buddy then? Yeah, it was me and my two friends okay. just in there. And yeah, so we were doing that. Um, so you didn't do anything after? Uh, we were trying to look for like an after party type of thing after the wedding because it ended kind of early. Mm-hmm. Around, I think, 1130 because that's when they stopped serving alcohol at that place. <laughs> Yeah, and that's when it's time to but, leave. But uh, the cool thing was that uh, the the groom Matt he actually had a cigar bar, so people can just go up, grab a cigar, and all that stuff. So we had some cigars outside, which were delicious, really fucking good cigars. And uh, yeah, we ended up just uh, drinking a little bit inside the the hotel. Like, were you drinking? Uh, actually, yeah, you drank. Yeah, I had well, I had like seven beers the first night on Thursday, and then I had. Three cocktails and two beers on the second night at the wedding. Okay. Yeah. How long was your sobriety prior to this? Uh, a year and two months. Well, I said I was going to start drinking after a year anyway. 
Okay. Are you kind of, are you scared at all? Um, not really, just because I already told myself I'm going to just drink, like, in, like, special occasions, so, like, weddings okay. or, like, uh, you well, know, any day that ends with why. I had a beer recently at a, <laughs> I had a beer recently at the Evil Dead, when, when I got, when I went to go see the, uh, all the movies, and... Oh, God. <laughs> hey, man, the original is amazing, but I had to play the one by RG, it's hilarious, because it's the only one they're famous for. Um, <laughs> you, come on, dude. What other song is Orgy famous for? Their name. Um, hold on, hold it. on. Uh, Dreams in Digital. And the only reason I know that is because the, uh, I think it was a bass, bass player or a guitar player, I forget. His name's Ryan Shuck. He used to come in and shop at the GameStop I worked at. Really? So we, we talk every week. He you was are there so full much. of secrets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you have so many fucking stories, He dude. was telling me how they, you know, that game, um, it was for, the, they had it on Sega Dreamcast, but they had bigger ones. I think it was called Hydro Thunder, where they had the big ones in the in the arcades. It was like, you're on a, like, a yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah, was yeah. trying to, trying to either buy or lease, like, a whole, like, five of them to put in the studio while they were working on their album. So I never found out for sure if he ever pulled it off, but that's what he was trying to do. And I'm like, you guys are never going to get any recording done. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, I'm just going to play games all day. It's like, do I have to sing? The only, really? So the only reason I even really remember their song is because he came in all the time. I felt kind of obligated, like I'm gonna go buy, his, go upstairs to the record store and buy his album because <laughs> he's here all the time. I should have some shit to talk to him about. Why don't you just buy a T-shirt just for the fuck of it? Yeah. Hey, 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 look, check it out. Come on. And the, and the, only, the only reason I knew who it was is whenever he would come in, I'd see people outside the shop kind of like looking in, like starstruck. I'm like, okay, well he's somebody, and he wrote a check one day, and then we we started trying to figure out. All right. Which one? He's are in you? a band. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. And then we pulled somebody and we're like, "Who was that guy?" <laughs> but he was a cool guy. What, really... Did they close off the the, the GameStop for him? No, he just he just lived in the area. I was working at South Coast Plaza and he would just come in almost uh, yeah. almost I, every I, week. I don't think he was that kind of celebrity. <laughs> yeah, there, you just would kind of notice like some people were like, "That's that's that's, that's somebody," that's him, you know. So yeah, yeah, I mean, I did that to Steve Zaragoza this past weekend at yeah. LA's Comic Con. I was like, "Oh my god, Steve Zaragoza!" Hey, and I was like, dude, you interviewed me at at Comic Con. Uh, he's like, I remember you, but I don't. I was like, dude, I'm the rat. You call me the rat guy. He's like, you the have rat, rat in your name. And I was like, yeah, I'm at the rat. He's like, I remember. And I was like, yo, can we can we set up an interview? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gave me his information and everything. So I'm gonna hit him up and nice. Uh, I don't know whether to have him on here or on uh, on Comics After Dark, but hopefully he'll come on. Excuse me. Nice. It's yeah. good radio. No shit. <laughs> right. Um, makes it makes it better. Yeah, I totally had a story that was following what you were saying earlier until we, you we got sidetracked with Orgy. You uh, uh, had a beer at Evil Dead. Oh, I had a beer at Evil Dead. It was the Spartan Oktoberfest beer. Nice. And it's been, I guess it's been selling out a lot and like it's really, uh, that was suggested by Steve of the Everything Bagel Podcast. Mm-hmm. And... Pretty good. Pretty good. All right, Six. I'm gonna I'm gonna derail you again because you said Oktoberfest. So did you ever make it out to Oktoberfest? We didn't. Uh, we just I, ended this up is the first year I missed it too. We just ended oh. up going to the Evil Dead and drinking Seven. Oktoberfest beer, beer there to make yeah. up for it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but dude, it was six percent beer. Not gonna lie, that one totally got me buzzed. Uh, but luckily, I was only buzzed for like thirty minutes, and I was like, okay, like now it's gone, and you know I'm okay with that. Dude, it took me seven beers to start feeling anything. That was out there a year and a few months. Well, well you're, you know, you're, you're still a hefty person, dude. Right so, you know. So this past weekend, speaking of beer, um, I was at a conference with some buddies, and 
We were drinking in the hotel the first night, and then we realized there was a brewery on the corner. So we walked over. What brewery was uh, it? Was it in San Diego? No, we were in Denver. I can't remember the name oh, of it, but I could look it up on my phone later. But we walked over, and they were they had just done last call. So the only thing you could do is order them to go. And it wasn't in growlers. It was in, they were calling them crowlers, and they could can it right on the spot. So you could leave with a really? giant can. So they were 32 Was ounces. it twist on can? No, they they had a little machine in there, and they, you know, they filled it up and sealed it. I wasn't really paying attention, but they were 32-ounce cans, and I ended up buying four, 10 bucks a piece, took them back to the hotel, and the next night, because we had already been drinking all night, so the next night, sitting around with my buddies, and I finished off two, because I had already had a bunch of stuff at the bar, and then the next morning, which would have been yesterday, I get up, cleaning up the hotel, I got to get out of there, the shuttle's on its way, and I noticed there's still two 32-ounce Oh, we talked about this, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had like five minutes to get downstairs. I'm like, oh, I'm not wasting these. <laughs> and just so I drank 64 them. ounces of beer, oh. ran downstairs, missed the shuttle. So I had to call an and Uber. Just sat there buzzed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I called an Uber, and uh, some some other guy was that that I kind of knew was in the in the hotel lobby, and he said he was waiting for the next shuttle. I'm like, oh, you want to jump in my Uber? I'm not going to charge you. Let's just go now. So I was talking his ear off. Don't even know what about at this point. Yeah, you you yeah. Hi. <laughs> Got to the You're airport. You're an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like in his face and he doesn't know it. And the guy's just like, yeah, you're, you're, you're good. You're I got good. to my gate and they were boarding. So I literally just jumped on the plane, sat down in my seat, closed my eyes for a split second. And the next thing I knew we landed. It was the best flight ever. So that's the way to fly right there. 64 ounces of beer. I would say one 32 ounce beer per each hour of your flight. So if you have a two hour flight, like me, two beers, two big beers, and I was good. And I was on top solid. of it, like technically your like alcohol percentage, like once you flew in the oh. air, like you got even more, more buzz. buzz. Yeah. I was starting in Denver, the Mile High City. So. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. So it was good. High it, altitude it drinking. Was great. It was great. I highly recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know if they're going to sell that Spartan beer anymore, but I wish I could give you guys one. It was tasty, man. I hadn't had a beer in quite a while since uh, Memorial Day, but that uh, was we, a forceful one. looking today, we might be able to find it. I have an app we could probably search for. For sure. I mean, it's still, I, it's still technically October. Somebody's got to have a few left over. <laughs> yeah. um, well, at least when we're recording, it's technically yeah, sorry. October. Um, Broke the fourth We are listening to Starboy featuring... Uh, we're listening to The Weeknd, but it's Starboy featuring Daft Punk. You haven't heard this song yet? No. I actually like it a lot, but I like The Weeknd because he sounds like Michael Jackson. What is it about Daft Punk that's just so good? I think the thing that makes them so fucking great is that they rarely do shows. But I, I don't and care they, for seeing they, them live. They don't though. really release too much music, so when they do, you know they put a lot of fucking time and effort. Into yeah, it. but Random Access Memory was nothing but an '80s like disco album. Like it eliminated electronic music to it. Like you guys remember the the lucky song? I'm up all night to get lucky. Yeah, like yeah. the only electronic part was like that. I'm up all night to get lucky. Like that was the only part. Yeah, but that's the thing about that punk. They do whatever the fuck. I they was gonna want. say yeah. they could do whatever they want. They're like Rain, uh, yeah. this hardcore band named Rain R A E I N. Like even the record label's like, 
we don't know when they're going to put out shit, but that's the contract. It's like, know we, what it will be when they do we, put it yeah, out. Yeah, but whenever they feel like doing it, they're going to do it, and I we're going like, to be here to distribute it. They did the whole soundtrack for uh, Tron when it came out. Yeah, that shit was amazing. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The yeah. movie and the soundtrack was just fucking amazing. Well, it was the same thing when, um, when you watched, uh, which I thought was and genius. Hmm? And they had a cameo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Just because the, they fit so perfect in it, though. Yeah. Uh, the Social Network. Mm-hmm. You know who did the soundtrack for that? Mm, refresh my memory. Trent Reznor. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it did. was like listening to like a very ambient Nine Inch Nails mm-hmm. uh, uh, CD, which I love that like some of these people are, are, are doing that. You know, I don't know if Danny Elfman was the first person to do it, but he's definitely one of the most famous ones that... Transitions Transition. from being a artist over to, uh, you know, being a composer. And uh, I actually got to see a video of them performing Oingo Boingo this year, and it's it sucked. Of who performing? Wait. Uh, Danny Elfman performing uh, Dead Man's Party. Where? Or was it like a new video or just an old, like a video? No, no, new. He played uh, this past Sunday. For he, the Nightmare Before Christmas thing, and he, he did, always does. He did Boyo songs at that? I didn't yeah, he did, that. he did. Well, last year they did Dead Man's Party. I think every year they do Dead Man's Party, but now they're bringing the guitarist back. Right. But it was like a weird, like, slow version of it. Mm-hmm. Did he have horns? Well, of course. He had the whole orchestra yeah, there. Yeah, but it just seems, yeah, I don't know. That's just. It's just. That surprises me that. I mean. Didn't expect that. Because, like,. It's, yeah, it's, they're both Danny Elfman, but to me, it just seems like uh, I'm sure there's some crossover between the uh, like the Oingo Boingo people and the, the Nightmare Before Christmas people. But there's a lot of a lot of people that are way into Nightmare Before Christmas that probably don't even really know Oingo Boingo. You know, like if you go to Disneyland and you see them <laughs> walking around down in like the New Orleans section, they're just all about it. Yeah, I'm trying to find like uh, they have the high quality one from like last year, but they don't have the one from this year. So I'll I'll pull up last year's. Let's see if it was uh, see if it was similar or not. But yeah, I heard it. I was just like, wow, like this is. Not just good. imagine just it slowed right. down, you yeah. know, like, like even the trumpets were like, na 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 na. I was like, oh, like that doesn't, like you kind of need it up, up, uh, up tempoed even from the original recording because it, you could just you could get moving to it and enjoy it and whatnot. So here, this is uh, supposedly high quality. So let's get into it right it's just, now. It's one of those like, iconic songs. You don't. It's just not gonna sound. Oh, this different. is just oh those bastards. Yeah, that's 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 just the normal one. It says live too, so okay, it was on the wrong. Oh, that was so stupid. I, here we go. This was last year. I was there. <laughs> Were you last year? Oh, at the live, at the last show. Here, let's fast forward a little. This is the way they played it this year, but like even slower. Yeah, this song has to be like fast paced. And yeah, and when you see it live, you expect it to be a little faster than the recording any, anyways. So that you can feel the energy, and this just, just kind of drags. I struck by lightning. I do like that. <laughs> I do like that he still sounds like him. You know what I mean? Well, it's not. Well, I mean, did you really think that was going to change? Well, sometimes it's for twenty years. Oh, what you know they what bust? I mean? uh, they bust. Uh, who? Who the fuck was it? Um, who's the guy from Blink One Eighty Two? A Tom DeLonge? 
You haven't heard him fucking live, dude. He's like, he sounds like he has peanut butter stuck to the roof of his mouth when he sings. It's fucking ridiculous. I'm going to pull it up now. Do it. That's what she said. Oh, oh, you know what? Fuck that. We're going to pull up. uh, It's not the end of the show, but I want to pull up Tom Hanks. Did you guys see the SNL skit? Black Jeopardy that came out. Um, No. Oh, my Lord. All right. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to play Black Jeopardy. It is by far one of the funniest things I've seen in a long fucking time. This is from SNL. Pure fucking genius. Let's get into it right now. Let's get into it right now. Welcome to Black Jeopardy, the only TV game show where the audience is in church clothes. <laughs> I'm your host, Darnell Hayes. Our contestants are Keely. Hey. Shanice. Okay, now. And Doug. How are you doing, sir? Oh, hey. <laughs> Doug, you should be ready to play Black Jeopardy. They told me a fella can win some money, so let's win me some money. Get her done. Well, I admire your confidence. Let's see our categories. We got big girls. Mm, I don't know. You better. I'm going to pray on this. They out here saying, and as always, white people. Okay, Keely, you're our returning champ. You pick. Okay, let's do you better for 200. Okay, the answer there. You need hot sauce, duck sauce, soy sauce, and safety pins. Keely. What is, you better take your ass to the kitchen and look in the packet drawer. Yeah, yeah, the packet drawer, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, every kitchen's got one, you know. Okay, let's stay with you better for 400. Okay, the answer. Your job wants to take $40 a month out of your check for a 401k. Shanice. What is, you better give me that money so I can buy me some scratch-offs. Yeah, you damn right. You damn right. I mean, why do I need a retirement plan when I got Monopoly Millionaires Club? Heck, I I play that every week. Yeah, well, that's good for you. Okay. (laughs) The board is yours, Shanice. Let's go with they they out there saying for 200. Okay, the answer, they out here saying the new iPhone wants your thumbprint for your protection. Oh, okay then, Doug. What is? I I don't think so. That's how they get you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I don't trust that. Me either. No, I read that goes straight to the government. Mm. Well, that is not bad, Doug. <laughs> uh, the, the board is yours. Well, let's go over to. Mm, I don't know for four. Okay, the answer there. He says his dog doesn't bite. Shanice. What is, mm, I don't know, he got teeth, don't he? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Anything with teeth, you know. Anything with teeth. Let's stick with, mm, I don't know, for six. Okay. Caitlyn Jenner says she belongs on the cover of Essence magazine. Keely. What is, mm, I don't know, you can't do everything. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, I mean... There, there was a time. Absolutely. You know, there was a time. Right? Oh, yeah, I, I remember, yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's go to they out here saying for eight. Okay, the answer there. They out here saying that every vote counts. Oh, Doug again. What is, come on, they already decided who wins even before it happens. Yes! 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 And the Illuminati figured that out months ago. That's another one for Doug. 
Okay, we're, uh, we're doing it. Let's try, uh, they out here saying for six. Okay. They out here saying, this movie doesn't deserve an Oscar. Keely. What is Tyler Perry's boo a Madea Halloween? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You know, when that man puts on a moo-moo, I'm just transported. Yeah. You know, I, I, I gotta tell you, I, I love those movies. I bought a box set at Walmart, and if I can laugh and pray in 90 minutes, that is money well spent. Oh, you know what, sir? I really appreciate you saying that. I like that. I really Oh, no, no, it's all good. It's all good. Okay. <laughs> Keely, it's your pick. Let's go to You Better for Six. Okay, the answer. The mechanic says you owe $250 for new brake lines. Doug. Well, what is, you better go to that dude in my neighborhood who fix anything for $40. Well, well you know Cecil. Yeah, I, well, my Cecil's name is Jimmy, and it fixed my refrigerator, my air conditioner, and my cat. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's got a guy. Well, you all right, Doug. <laughs> moment and hear about today's prizes. Johnny? Thanks, Darnell. Today's Black Jeopardy winner will receive the good chair. Granddaddy needs somewhere to sit. Give him the good chair. And car tape. The best tape for fixing your car. Car tape. It's done. Back to you, Darnell. Well, Doug, I don't know what's going on, but the board is yours. Well, thank you so much, Darnell. You people are fun. Can I say that? Is that okay? Can I say that? We'll give you a pass this time. <laughs> okay, let's go to big girls for 200. Okay, the answer there, skinny women can do this for you. Doug. What is not a damn thing? Yeah, you know what? You know what? You know what? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, you know, my wife. My wife, she's a, she's a sturdy gal. Yeah. That is my man right okay. there. Yeah, go Doug. Go Doug. Go Doug. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, the sound of the broom hitting the ceiling below us means that the party has to stop. <laughs> but, uh, Doug, I have to say it has been a pleasure. Well, you know, right back at you, my brother. All right, well, let's take a look at our final Jeopardy category. Lives that matter. <laughs> well, it was good while it lasted. <laughs> I know I got a lot to say about this. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure you do. <laughs> oh shit! That not gonna that lie, one of the funniest skits I've seen in a long fucking time on SNL. So funny. American Treasure. They said that yeah. was the uh, highest rated SNL in like eight years. Was it? Yeah. Thank Dude. you, Tom. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. <laughs> so much for that. That's and, uh, see now the, I need to go watch like the full. full yeah, you should. Full, uh, Th that, uh, of that that David S. Pumpkins costume has like sold out everywhere the next day. Really? Jesus. Wait, who? Did you see the next skit? Like where the people no, are right no. now? They're, uh, watch the whole show. Watch, really? Watch the whole show. It was worth it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch it on Hulu. It's you know. It's on there. Without the commercials, that show's really only like 40 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, yeah, of course. Well, you know, they need to make their money somehow. Yeah, yeah. Broke ass motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> so we need to talk about a vote. What kind of vote? Something that happened this weekend. What'd you do? The system is rigged, folks. So, uh, Patrick, we left it to the people to decide whether you should stay or not. 
And one or two said no, which I really do feel bad about that. But in the long run... Sorry, I know it was you. Patrick, well, <laughs> it was great because I'm pretty sure Patrick was getting people to just vote yes. I was begging and pleading. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm on, well, I'm the problem on the, is I only have like 100 followers, so it didn't go very far. <laughs> so while I'm on my side, like, little did he know, at LA Comic Con... Telling people to go on Twitter. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> and voting to get a pineapple up the keister. And uh, sure as hell, uh, you know, do you wanna, Jose, would you like to get on Twitter and tell us the the uh, least to uh, our winning vote? All right, let me see. Get on this thing. Come on, please. <laughs> it was, uh, man, it was, it was a treat. To see it flux back and forth between everything, I was like, "Oh man, this is this is intense." Right. It, it was it was it was more intense than the current election we're having now. I will tell you that much. All right, so we had an eight percent that said no. Eight percent. Yeah, that's huge, dude. That's we like had two people. Forty-two percent that said yes, and an outstanding fifty percent that said must put a pineapple up his butt. Yes, so without further ado, I think it's about time. Patrick, I'm going to use your full name. Right, right. I'm sorry, boys. I have to get back to work. It was good hanging with you, Dad. I'll check you later. No tiny pineapple for you, Patrick. Yeah, that big motherfucker right there. You're serious. And nope, not gonna be the bottom part. We're gonna do it with the leaves. There you go. Thank you so much, Patrick. We appreciate it. But yeah, Patrick <laughs> is here to stay. And there was this. How was that pineapple of the ass, man? Worth it. Worth it. <laughs> totally worth it. Uh, let's go ahead. Let's end it on a little New Hope talk. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got to rewatch A New Hope. And How long has it been since you? Fuck, dude. Years, 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 years. Really? When, when, did it, when did it come back out in a theatrical release? 1997. Was it 97? It wasn't even like 2003? Then that was the last time I saw it in 97. It was while they were, get, they, were getting, they were getting the hype up again right before the prequels came out. Now, mm. Man, so were, that was 20 years ago? Now, they were going to do Fuck. a 3D release, so you probably heard about it coming back. Yeah. But then after they, they did the 3D release for for Phantom Menace, and that's when they sold to Disney, and they decided to put that on hold and just start working on new movies. Gotcha. So, out of sheer curiosity... Are you going to um, ask me when the last time I watched it was? No, I'm not. No. <laughs> what I want to know is... Because I'm watching it right now. Oh, gosh. <laughs> what was that? Great shot, kid. That was one in a million. Oh, God. oh okay, okay, yes. Um, look, dude... There were so many, first off, there were so many bad edits in that remastering. It was just ridiculous. Seeing oh, you Han wa- you Solo. The special yeah, seeing Han Solo walk on Jabba. The, oh, so my question yeah. was did Jabba even show up in the original? No. So they, no. they filmed it, but they filmed it with a human actor. Mm-hmm. Okay. And which is why Han walked behind him. Uh, and then and they, they had to do that cut, shitty edit. They cut it at all, so they cut the whole thing out. So when they went to put it back in, they yeah they they digitally had Han go up, and it looks really bad. Yeah. It looks it's so shoddy, it's, dude. So shoddy. Yeah, there's 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 a couple of there's some things 
that they changed for the special edition, I don't mind, but that's one that I wish Look, they just what, what about when, uh, fuck, it's so bad. Fucking, when they show Han shooting second. Okay. That's well, been that, changed a couple times. Well, that's oh, the thing dude, is that with that, you know what? It was almost unnoticeable to see him shift over. Well, it depends on which version you watch. Because yeah, but, but. it was changed to him shooting first, and then I think in the final, like the Blu-ray version, like they kind of shoot at the same time. Nah. That's what it felt like with this particular one. But how it does was, a bounty hunter fucking miss from half a foot away? Well, uh, wasn't the theory that technically Han Solo had the Force, but he never tapped <gasps> into it? That's a fan theory. Oh, that's yeah. a fan theory. Excuse <laughs> me. Yeah, you know how I feel about fan Excuse theories. <laughs> me. Oh, then you I got are a, YouTube, a fan. I got a YouTube <laughs> channel for you. Yeah, I know. I'm, it's probably already blocked. I don't want it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, people are always... Everybody's got the force, depending on who you ask. Look, dude. <laughs> th- look, dude. There were a l- uh, I noticed a lot of things in the movie that I'm surprised panned out the way that it did. Like it just it it like like when they talk about like look like your dad was murdered mm-hmm. uh, by Darth Vader, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, like they set that up pretty well. So they set up a lot of things pretty well. Like here was. But that was the other thing. Like, your father would have wanted you to have this. I'm like, he, at no point did Anakin ever say. Because when this film was written, Darth Vader wasn't going to be his father. Really? So there's another thing. So there's a scene at the end that was added back in. When Luke's about to get on the X-Wing. Remember the guy kind of comes up and says, Skywalker, are you sure you can handle this? That was supposed no. to be his dad? No. That no. was originally cut out and was added back in. But someone walks in front of the camera during that conversation. Mm-hmm. And the reason they had to have that, like, add someone walking in is in the original, what they filmed is the guy said something like, I flew with your father. You'll do okay. Uh, and they had to remove that because all these years later, well, it wouldn't make sense. So well, that was notice, the other thing it's too, a really they... awkward conversation. He kind of says, like, Skywalker, you sure you can handle this? And his Biggs is like, oh, he's the best pilot. And then suddenly the dude that was concerned that he couldn't fly next week just goes, you'll do all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed that. I noticed uh, there was a lot of other things what too. Is that? Oh, <laughs> first it just sounded like it sounded like static. Yeah, I was like, "What the hell?" Um, there were some other things too oh, that just was killed everyone with headphones on. <laughs> it's not that bad. Um, there were some other things I noticed too. Yeah, was like your father was the best pilot. So then it made me think about uh, episode three, and I was like, "All right, he was a pretty damn good pilot." And I was just kind of linking all the stuff back to the other movies and and where it was touching in. I might add. Don't fucking complain about power converters, okay? Like, and it was pretty funny because, like, his uncle's like, he's like, oh, but I was supposed to go to Tashi to get power converters. And he's like, you can, you can waste ha- time with your friends when you're choice Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> technically, he was just going to pick something up and come back. Like, yeah. why'd you have to be a dick about it? Been like, because what was he going to do? He's going to go pick up the power converters and just hang out? Well, there's also some deleted scenes of Luke at Tashi Station hanging out with his friends. And really? That's, yes, they never made it back into the final cut. Oh, but you okay. can find him on YouTube. And he does go there and he just kind of hangs out and wastes time with his friends. That's literally okay. what he does. And he meets up with Biggs there way before you see him at the end of the movie. And Biggs tells him like he's 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 gone to the uh, Imperial Flight Academy or whatever. And he's defecting to the Rebel Alliance. So that was the other thing too. Like he said he wanted to fight against the Rebellion, correct? No, I mean, he wanted so to be with wanted, the Rebellion. He wanted to go to the Academy, which, from what I understand, the Academy is just an independence. Like, you go to learn to be a pilot. 
And then most okay. people would go from the Academy and might end up in the service of the Empire. So his friend Biggs was at the Academy and told him he's made contact in the Rebel Alliance and he's not going to, you know, basically not going to go from the Academy to the Empire. He's going to defect. And then he, he's like, kind of tells him, like, Luke, you're the only person I'm telling. And this is goodbye. Yeah. So that's why it, he meets up with him at the end. And it, w- it would have been a little more emotional when you see Biggs die because it's kind of like in, in the cut as it is today. It's like, hey, it's that guy I mentioned in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now he's dead. But and but when gone. you watch those scenes of him at Tashi, Tashi Station, they're, they're pretty slow. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they move really slow. And uh, Lucas has said, like, in the original cut of Star Wars, it was a horrible, horrible movie because he wasn't the editor. And I think he fired the editor and went back in and made the movie that we know today. And I'm talking about the original 77 version. Okay. But, you know, they had some scenes in there that just were god-awful when he's in the speeder. You know, in those, like, in sitcoms when they're in the car and you have, like, the projected... Oh, screen. yeah, yeah. They had oh, some scenes no. like that. It's like an 80s? The speeder. Like... Yeah, like the 80s and, and C-3PO sitting next to him. You can, you know, so there's a, there a lot of stuff. You got to give the guy some credit for a lot of people just shit on George Lucas, but he... He made that movie what it is. And yeah. Well, there were some great scenes where, like, they what they did is to like make the speeder look like it was hovering. They cut off like the back half that was obviously right. on some sort of like hydraulic. And I believe so when he jumps put, off, it like bounces and everything. It was great. And I think what he did is he put Vaseline on the camera under it, so that's what made it blurred out. So really? even if there were wheels under there, you couldn't see him because he just blurted out. I mean, I could I could be remembering this wrong, but I used to watch a lot of those documentaries back when I was a kid. That and then came he put on the VHS. mirrors on the side too, so when they drove on the sand, it looked like there was sand underneath yeah. it. That's smart. It, it, was, he, it was it was cool, man. So much innovation. Like that, a lot of the stuff he did had never been done before. Well, yeah, uh, even me thinking about the opening scene where like you have you have uh, the uh, the planet and you can see the atmosphere of it, and then you see the like ships coming out. I was like, man, dude, like. How first off, how far back was this painting yeah. that they had to like use for that, and how did they cut that scene so well from the stars to lean down? And I was like, I'm not gonna lie, there was a lot of things I was really impressed with, but there's a lot of things that I was like, like R2 leaves and he's like that fucking R2 unit and he goes to run off. He's like, oh god, my uncle. It comes back and like, well, they're dead now. Can we go to space? Like that's what it felt <laughs> yeah. like, like straight up, like, oh well, you well, just. Yeah, it, Ben was like, "We gotta go," and he was like, "No, my uncle." That was he sounded like your uncle. He, he gets a fucking lightsaber. He's like, "You're a Jedi," and he's like, "It felt like you're a wizard, Harry." I'm a what? <laughs> like I'm a what? <laughs> it yeah, felt he, like the he same gets, thing. He gets over the death of the people that raised him in about one, one minute, minute, and then one minute, the death hey, of people the, grieve differently. The death of old Ben, who he just kind of met. Yeah, that day. yeah, he's yeah. Just like, like spent three days with. I talks. can't believe he's gone. <laughs> but yeah, he, yeah. There's no perfect then, movie, but and then. Uh, you have a Death Star, right? Yeah. You have a Death Star, huge thing. You're only allowing stormtroopers on there, correct? No, there's all kinds of. What do you mean? There's stormtroopers, there's the Death Star gunners in the black suit. You had the. There's, there's, there's also but a human lot beings, of not a lot of aliens. Well, okay, no. There were a lot that, of aliens. How in did the that movie thing end up in their the dumpster, bro? Oh, the Dianoga? Yeah. Maybe how did it end so, up there? That's what uh, I believe trash. it's it's supposed to be in there. It's like uh, you know, like when you get those. If you have a fish tank, you get those algae eaters. Okay, and so it just kind of sits on the glass and keeps it clean for you. No, no, I got something better. Oh, okay, there remember. You go. Um, I, I thought it was supposed to be in there to, to eat all any biological waste, and then the rest, all you just be last, left with is, like, metal. I was going to say, it's just like the Flintstones where they have that fucking dinosaur pig <laughs> thing under their sink. And then every trash. time it looks at oh, the camera and yeah. says, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a dirty job or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Or okay. no, it's a garbage living. In, yeah. Garbage disposal's clog goes in there, pulls out an apple. And Han, yeah. so horrible. Like, hey, hey, everything's fine here. You, you you don't have to come down. How are you? <laughs> yeah. Or, or if, in conversation if he anyway. wouldn't have said, how are you, yeah. he would have been fine. Yeah. Like everything, uh, uh, small, small, small uh, reactor leak. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's your tech ID? Uh, uh, bam! We got company. <laughs> boring conversation, anyways. <laughs> I love you. I know. Oh, uh, we're not there yet. Wrong movie. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I was just thinking of the Family Guy version. Oh yeah. I love you. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck off. off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of those scenes, man, where. Uh, like, at this point, are they still clones? Because Princess no. Leia could no, 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 not no, 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 say... No, no. Then why was she saying you're pretty short for a Stormtrooper? Well, I would just imagine that they would look for a certain body type or a certain, you know... Yeah. They're yeah. going to put... And on top I'm of it... Sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry, man. I don't think you would make a Stormtrooper. Yeah. <laughs> they probably no, have another no, job for you. Fair enough. Really no. Um, that's the thing. There was some stuff where I was like... Because you have the- to remember, 20 years have passed, but also the clones aged quicker. So okay. they would be old men by that point. Okay. Uh, I think it's just supposed to, you know. I mean, he he had, hadn't really thought through the Clone Wars at yeah, this point. Yeah, because I don't think they used uh, Boba Fett as the clones and stuff anymore. Because technically, he's Jango's. And did you guys realize first off, what the hell was that? All right, fuck it. I guess we'll play this too. <laughs> God, I wish I could film these guys right now. They're pretending to sing like they're fucking Adele. Um, I am Adele. <laughs> But look, dude. They even say like, "Look at these shots. These are so, uh, so Listen precise." Words, it's all Star Wars. Yeah, uh, these are so precise. Oh, yeah. and yet like the stormtroopers can't shoot shit. Yeah. Other than this giant fucking Jawa transporter, it's just well, like, dude, I mean, really? He said they're too precise to be sand people. So all he's saying is they're even worse. Okay. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. And on top of it. They're like, oh my god, R2, are you okay? He'll be fine, and they go celebrate. Yeah. They just walk off, like, immediately. R2 doesn't even have lights on. <laughs> he's, like, essentially dead. They're but like, you no, know, no, no, if you think about fine. it, too, like like you said, he's only known Ben for three days. He's only known that droid for three days. Greedo? <laughs> so he's not that attached Dude, to this him. is an yeah. Adele song! Yeah, yeah I told you. What, you didn't know? <laughs> no. Dude, it's all Star Wars stuff. CPO? That's fucking... Django I've never heard that version I wasn't expecting that to happen right yeah. now I'm not gonna lie That's all I was enjoying the shit out of it <laughs> But yeah dude There were some things in that movie It was just so like And on top So did well, you Well this is the thing I mean the okay, movie okay. was great for its time Okay but, and, and it's been picked apart more than any movie So ever. You know what I mean We sit there and we watch it And are like no this doesn't add up correctly When you watch the prequels Of course it's Nothing is perfect You know Unless all six movies have been scripted out At the time they made this Which they weren't So there's going to be things that just don't add up. Like like Ben saying, I don't ever remember owning a droid. And then you go back and watch the prequels yeah, and he yeah, addresses yeah. R2 by name. Yeah. So of course, like, there's going to be inconsistencies. It's just, you just got to well, just kind well, of squint through it and enjoy it for what it is. Out of everything, I think Dorkly is the one that got it right. So let's hey, get hey into guys, this. Well, it's me, technically he uh, didn't the architect the behind the exhaust ports on the Death Star. We know, we know. What a stupid design flaw. You're single-handedly responsible for the destruction of our ultimate weapon. I've heard it all. I've gotten a lot of guff from my superiors since the Death Star blew up about my shoddy design. I've been force-choked, force-lightninged, regular-choked more times than I can count. And all I can say in my defense is, are you f***ing serious? I mean, do you understand the point of exhaust ports? Do you know how much exhaust is created by a moon-sized battle station? It housed a laser that blew up planets. It needs a lot of ventilation. 
the fact that I was able to keep the exhaust ports to the size of a womp rat should earn me some goddamn respect around here. But let's talk about what actually happened. Some farm boy nobody shoots some bombs out of his X-Wing straight ahead and they take a 90 degree turn downward and go exactly into the tiny exhaust port. They then travel miles in an insanely narrow pipe and hit the Death Star core. Anything seem weird to you about that? First of all, exhaust doesn't mean sucked down, it means pushed out. That's what it is, expelling gas, outward, as in not in a direction that would suck down a bomb. If anything, it should have pushed the bomb away. Wait, how did the bomb behave in a way that completely defies physics? Hmm, oh, I don't know. Oh, right, we live in a galaxy with magic space wizards. But, Dak, all the magic space wizards were killed. Oh, yeah, you're right, except the farm boy who made the shot just happened to be named Skywalker, as in Anakin Skywalker, the famous Jedi who mysteriously disappeared the same day Darth Vader showed up. The point being, maybe the exhaust port isn't to blame, because the shot was literally not possible unless you had magic powers. Maybe if someone would have told me to account for space wizards when designing the exhaust ports, we would still have a Death Star. Maybe you should be blaming Darth Vader, who couldn't shoot down some farm boy. Maybe you should all stop blaming the exhaust port, which actually did its f***ing job! Thank you. You know, he brought up some good points. Maybe we should let him in on these plans for the new Death Star? Ah, forget it. The guy's a hack. Anyways, about the X-Wing-sized hole that leads directly to the core. You think that should be Millennium Falcon-sized? Oh, great thing. Genius, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> there you go, dude. There you go. Nice. <laughs> you gotta love the Family Guy one, too, where he's kind of, they're telling him that, well, there's like a, you know, a two-meter hole. Is it gonna cost a lot to cover? Get some bits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And you have to go back to fucking clerks. Or like oh, the rebuilding yes. of the second Death Star. Like there were people that were on there that were not stormtroopers. You think the normal stormtrooper knows how to install a toilet? And he had a point. Like <laughs> independent you, contractors. Yeah, independent contractor, man. So uh, as much as I love the movie, rewatching it, I was like, wow. There's a like perfect example. Like C three PO at the beginning of it, it's like, oh, like I fucking hate you, R two. They act like they've never even known each other. And then, like, he even says, like, that R2 unit is in great condition. And then he, like, 10 minutes later is like, that R2 unit fucking ran off and he I hate him. He does this all the time. Yeah, well, they're like yeah. an old married couple. But, they, you know, they fight and they bicker, but they don't want to be separated. Bullshit. Like, C-3PO. And then at the very end, like, 3PO is like, oh, my God, R2, what happened? He's like, you didn't care for him when he was, like, about to get fucking taken away from you back on tattooing. But like a full week later, he's like, no, 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 I I, I love you. I, I miss you. Don't die on me, please. He even like goes like, oh my God, R2, when he runs. It's like, dude, like pick a fucking side, 3PO. It, he has a love-hate relationship. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I pick on you on the show, but if a TIE fighter swept in and shot you, I might, I might ask him, like, you, you, you can't repair him, right? <laughs> Jose's like, we can, Jose's like, I got that car tape. I'll be able to fix exactly. that. <laughs> hey, it works, man. It works. <laughs> but yeah, dude, there's just, there, there's a, there's a lot. And I think uh, Kevin Smith says it best at the very beginning when the escape pod goes and they're like, oh, there's no living life forms on there. It must have been a malfunction. Like, if they would have just shot that fucking escape pod, like, 
What, None are we of pained by shit. the laser beam? <laughs> yeah, like, it's fucking ridiculous, man. That was in the Family Guy, too. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just let it go. Yeah, just let it go. It's like, really? Really? Really, really. Really, really. Uh, I can't wait to watch, rewatch uh, Empire Strikes Back. What Is there any flaws in Empire Strikes Back? Uh, of the three... Um, a new hope special the editions that's the changes they made Fuck to empire that. bother me the least so i still think it's the best of the three i have the original vhs's so the day that they come out with those vhs the blu-rays i'm totally burning you guys copies no i have i have the originals on dvd do you yeah, i have they 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 released them after the special edition they did like the special editions in a silver and then like they had a gold version and they weren't out very long so people keep saying oh you got to release the originals on dvd they were out but I, I have them. So if you ever want to... Oh, God, you please. And you, can, that, you can see the differences. You can totally see the differences. So I like the stuff they cleaned up. But there's there's certain but things... the they, added The scenes. things they, they added, I think they altered A New Hope and Jedi, not necessarily for the better. What, what did they do lot, to Jedi? They changed they changed the song in Jabba's Palace. They, okay. added, they added more performers. They took out the Ewok song at the end of the film. They took out Jub Jub. They took up Yub Nub, and they added in scenes from uh, other planets that you saw in the prequels. So if you watch the Blu-ray version, like at the very end where you see them like celebrating on on Endor, they've added in people celebrating on Tatooine, on Naboo, on Coruscant. I remember right? that. So they added all that, and so they wrote in a new song that was a little more, seemed a little more appropriate. But we grew up with Yub Nub, so who wants that change? Not me. Yeah. Um, but Empire, you know, they really just cleaned some stuff up. You get to see the the Wampa. Whereas I think just in, you know, 1979 when they were filming it, they were just having trouble making it look good. So really, you only see his arm in the old version. And this time Luke looks over and sees the this giant Yeti eating his tauntaun. So it looks a lot better. It's, oh, you're it, right. It's nothing did that really, change it. This yeah, is it's the nothing that I really scene. felt like ruins anything. So Bastards. I think you'll enjoy, when you sit down and watch Empire again, regardless of which version you watch, I think you'll you'll have a good time. Yeah. Look, man, if Yub Nub's not there, I don't know if I could take that, man. Have you seen the deleted scene in Fanboys where they sing the song in the car? No. Oh, dude. Okay, I'm going to have to go check that out. Dude, most definitely. Uh, Well, I think our Tom Thanks could go ahead and go to that. (laughs) That Black Jeffrey. Yeah, that was was fucking awesome. So go ahead and check that out. We're going to leave. We're going to close on Yub Dub? Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Yes. Those fucking teddy bears, man. Oh, and in the special editions, they blink. So when you're not oh, used to it, it's kind of creepy. That is yeah. weird. <laughs> Going to hyperspace, people. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, for the fastest ship in the galaxy, everything, ship? Uh, everything <laughs> else has light speed. So now I kind of call bullshit on like the Millennium Falcon being the fastest. I think he was. I don't know. Maybe he just wanted the money, but well, he well, could be again, talking about fast when you're not in light speed. I was so, gonna say, like, then, then again, it's like all these guys with their fucking everyone's a street racer thing. No, no, mine, mine will kick your ass. Dude, yeah, I think he has like work. three, like three, like hyper thing engines on the back. As well. I mean, six. So maybe I don't know. Could be wrong. But as Big for finish. as for Donald Glover being a. Uh, uh, Lando, Lando. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. So yeah. we'll end on that because this song's. Uh, damn it, I wanted to end on it, but instead we'll end on the fanboy one of it. Gosh, so awesome. So yeah, you, of course, uh, Jose. Where can they find us? Uh, they can find us on Twitter, Instagram, 
uh, Snapchat, right? No, no, they cannot find us on Snapchat. Forget I even said that one. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I, dude, our, I don't Snapchat. I thought you dropped though. his mic out no. at that point. You're like, no, oh, no you're no, gone. No, yeah. <laughs> no, especially our, our, our fan page in uh, on Facebook. It's all That's Life. And, uh, well, no, that's just uh, the Facebook one is uh, That's Life. But Twitter, Instagram is uh, Rat House Productions. R-E-T-T-H-A-U-S. No productions, just oh. R-E-T-T-H-A-U-S. Wham, I cannot find Yubnub right now. No, you can't. What the fuck? No. <laughs> this is not okay. You're supposed to sing Yub Nub, damn it. Maybe well, it's at the beginning. Maybe. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So find us on uh, Twitter, our Rat House, R-E-T-T-H-A-U-S. Of course, you could go to our website, Rat House, R-E-T-T-H-A-U-S dot net. Jose, when are you transferring your shit over from Hooray for Jose? Um, hopefully soon. Patrick, where can we find you on Twitter? At Bonfrisco. B-O-N-F-R-I-S-C-O. Now is that Pat or Patrick? Just at Bonfrisco. <laughs> I got yelled at this past weekend and he was like, damn it, my name is not Patrick. And then I sent him the meme <laughs> of Patrick. No, this is Patrick. Yeah! <laughs> that is exactly what I said. That Look, my cousin's name is Pat. And the last thing I need is for my little six-year-old niece to ask him why the bad man wants to put a pineapple in him. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead. We're going to end on Yub Nub. Uh, uh, so, yeah, man, I'm your host, MTR, also known as Matt Threat, as always. I'm Jose. I'm Patrick. No, this is Patrick. We're going to end on some yub nub. Later. Oh, come on. No, I'm not answering. Fine, fine, forget it, man. We all know that you'd pick a Wookiee anyway. You're like tall, dark, and hairy. No, I didn't know to put words into my mouth. Fine, okay, if I'm gonna answer, I, I would have said Ewok. Oh, yes, oh, that is the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. Oh, what? Dude, you'd rather get gang banged by a tribe of gang fluffy Ewoks yeah. than have sex with one Wookiee? No, I never said, I didn't, I didn't say anything about, you never said gang bang. You said, would I rather have sex? I am God, I hate you guys. I hate you guys. You guys suck. Chaka, chika, chika, chaka, chika, 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 chika,